Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Commission Show live. As always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Although today we're doing water. <laughs> I have to uh, take one of my dogs to the vet right after this show. So um, no beers for me until later. I'm sure I'll have one later. Uh, so we're doing water. Um, how about them Padres, huh? Three Grand Slams, three days in a row. <laughs> if you're baseball fans like me. Um, first off, uh, the show, of course, brought to you by all our sponsors. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we do these uh, live shows, live airings of older episodes of the show. Uh, every Tuesday is the Jackson Kayak Years. Every Thursday is the Ocean Kayak Years or the early years. Uh, this episode today is from season two. So, uh, you know, if you've been following us, we've been on the air now for uh, 11 years. And we were shooting uh, video before that for DVD. So a lot of this stuff is pretty far back. You know, a lot of older sponsors shown in the shows. So uh, just remember, these sponsors across the bottoms are our current sponsors, the ones we love and support. Uh, we've got some people checking in already. Janice Weiss, howdy. How you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Dave Fowler joins us all the time. I really appreciate it. Albert, Sop, uh, Liam joining us from our uh, Kayak Fishing Tales. So if you didn't know, you know, we not only air these on Facebook, but also on our uh, YouTube channel, Kayak Fishing Tales. Uh, we also air this on the Facebook group for the Kayak Fishing Show. Uh, if you find that you're not getting notified of these, if you join the group, you're more likely to get notified every time. But, uh, you know, Again, same time every Tuesday and Thursday, unless we're out fishing, which, of course, I haven't been out fishing because of my back issues. Uh, hopefully, I've been about a week so since my injection, so hopefully I can get out there soon. Um, looking forward to that. Rob from the Big Island, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, I love the Big Island. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great place and great fishing out there. You guys uh, definitely have something special. Um, Facebook user. Uh, I hope back's feeling better. Uh, so Facebook user, if you, this is from the Facebook group. So you need to go in and allow the um, Facebook to use your name when we're doing this group thing. So that's why it comes up as Facebook user without your name. So Mike Bennett, thanks for joining us. Another Facebook user, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. And Rob, back at you, man. Um, so yeah, this is one of the older episodes, unfortunately, and I'm pretty bummed about it. Um, just found out yesterday that Jeff couldn't join us. Jeff Goudreau, who has been on the show with us uh, a few times or on the actual TV show a few times, uh, was scheduled to be on here with me today. Uh, he's been in several episodes of the show, like I said, and I was finally got him to commit to being on the show. And then when I checked back in with him yesterday, he had to go into work. He's an electrician up in uh, 
the Northwest Territories or somewhere way, way up in Canada. And uh, he had to go to work. So I was pretty bummed about that because he is a wealth of knowledge about, you know, big fish uh, up in Canada. He, you know, pike are definitely his um, specialty. Um, but unfortunately, he couldn't make it. Hopefully, you know, he's been in other episodes since then. So hopefully we will get him on, a sh on the show another time. Uh, because I know he's in a couple more episodes, um, but <clears throat> that, such is life. And Jeff, I know you said you were going to try and listen to this while you're working, but uh, I hope your little boy is doing well as well. He, his uh, son uh, was a little bit sick, so um, one of the other reasons he couldn't make it. So anyway, that's the way she goes. This was a uh, this is part two of our trip to Minor Bay Lodge on Wollaston Lake. You know, this is way up northern Saskatchewan, as I as I recall. Um, it was, it was a mission to get to this place. Um, and it absolutely amazing. If you saw the episode last week, you know, we, we caught so, so many big pike, uh, in this episode, I think we do a little bit more pike fishing. I, I didn't really go back and preview it, but this is just off the top of my head from years ago. Um, and going by the photo, which, uh, you see behind me, um, I think we, we we did a little more pike fishing, and then uh, to mix it up, we did some fishing for lake trout, and I seem to recall having some issues catching fish. Uh, we did so well on the pike, and I, I couldn't seem to catch a cold when it came to lake trout, and uh, then we also went up this river, uh, the Umperville, and I don't know why I remember this, uh, the Umperville River, which um, led into Wollaston Lake. And uh, we did some fly fishing, which was just absolutely super cool. And they did some more fly, uh, more fishing up there for pike. Um, I'm just, just a such an incredible fishery they have there. Um, again, if you watched it last week, we talked about it's, it's. I think the fishing season there was like two months total uh, because it just freezes in. It's so far north, so uh, you know, not a lot of fishing pressure. And so these fish just live a long time and have a lot of time to grow up and get really, really big. Just a, a fantastic place. Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of losing my voice here for some reason. <sighs> but I'm COVID free. I did have the COVID test. So I know I'm COVID free. Uh, Zach, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, the back's getting a little bit better. I have a feeling I'm going to have to have, uh, generally when I have these final injections, I have to go in for two rounds. So um, I will, um, <clears throat> excuse me, more than likely you have to have a second round of injections and then they last me for about a year. So that's the good part. Um, anyway, so, oh, so Zach, you were, you were on the Facebook group, I take it. So I, yes, I can see you now. Woo. <laughs> and Mike, thanks for joining us in Jacksonville, Florida. So anyway, with no further ado, uh, you know, and without a guest, I don't have anybody to chat with and share the old stories with, but, you know, I'll be back with you uh, at the next commercial break. And if you have any questions, please shoot them my way. Always happy to answer questions and just whether it's about the episode or not, just talk kayak fishing. So let's uh, bring up the episode and I hope you enjoy it. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, I'm on Wollaston Lake, and I'm on a mission. 
a mission to catch my first ever Arctic grayling on the fly. Stay tuned as I plow my way up the Umperville River in search of Arctic grayling, walleye, and big pike. At the forefront of any sport, you inevitably find someone pushing the limits. While kayak fishing has been exploding in popularity, Jim Sammons has been doing just that. Uh, yeah, look at these. Nice. From the seat of his ocean kayak, Jim challenges the world's top game fish and puts his kayak fishing skills to the ultimate test. Never fought a kayak, have you, fish? From freshwater to saltwater, Jim's mission is simple, to discover the best fishing destinations in the world and prove that anything is possible from a kayak. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident series of fishing kayaks. Ex Officio, clothing for the adventurous spirit. Scotty, the way to fish. Standard Horizon, nothing takes to the water like Standard Horizon. Maui Jim, eliminate glare, turn up the color. Yakima Rack Systems and Trailers, take it easy. And the Heliconia Press. Cutting Edge Outdoors Media. Last week on the Kayak Fishing Show, Jim Sammons and Ken Whiting hooked up with Jeff Goudreau at Minor Bay Lodge in Wollaston Lake while on their hunt for pike. Wollaston Lake is the largest lake in the world to drain in two directions, and thanks to a long-standing catch-and-release policy, the ultimate destination for the trophy pike hunter. Uh, Wollaston is the 13th largest lake entirely in Canada. It's uh, over 1,300 square miles uh, of shoreline. Uh, as far as water go, once you subtract the islands and the points and peninsulas out, there's over 880 miles of water. That's square miles, so that's a lot of water. <laughs> uh, trophy fish here um, on Wollaston Lake and anywhere in Saskatchewan is 36 inches. Um, that's a big fish anywhere else in this country. Normally, we would expect to get uh, anywhere from four to ten of those in a day. So, on a normal lake, you'd be hunting for a 40-inch pike. On this lake, we hunt for 50-inch pike. To say that their first few days in the waters were productive would be a serious understatement. In fact, in a single day, the three guys caught 159 oh. pike including 10 trophy fish. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, man. Austin <laughs> Lake, Monster Pike. Although the guys could have happily continued their hunt for pike, they decided to change things up and target some of the other fish the area has to offer. In particular, Wollaston Lake is known for its record-sized lake trout 
and with the forecast calling for light winds tomorrow, the boys decide it's prime time to hit the open water of Wollaston Lake in search of some Lakers. Uh, so we're going to be trolling up from Minor Bay up and through the Trout Narrows. And then we're going to whip up to uh, the top of Hungry Island. It's all sand up in here. And we're going to troll what's called the spider web. And uh, we're going to basically troll all the way to Ekman Island, over to Nolan Island, and back down. Which is a full day on a kayak. Stay tuned as the boys troll deep and hook into some classic Wollaston Lake trap. Woo! Oh, he's, he's bent over. Lakers! Sorry about that. My mic was off. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was my first experience uh, going for lake trout. And uh, although we aired the, an episode the other day that was uh, lake trout fishing in the Jackson kayak years, um, where trolling is so important uh, because these fish will follow your lure for such a long time. It was absolutely incredible. But I'm remembering this one more and more is like I had a, a terrible time. Um, I know Ken caught fish. Uh, Jeff caught fish and whatever it was the lure I had it just wasn't working and um, Boy, I mean when you got buddies who are catching fish after fish and, and it is trolling I mean, it's not a heck of a lot of technique there. You have a lure out and you're trolling and uh, I don't know they gave me a bad lure. It wasn't it wasn't working right <laughs> so uh, had, a, had a tough day this day as I recall was brought to you in part by Yakima and their Rack and Roll trailer. For more information about the Rack and Roll trailer, visit <coughs> www.yakima.com. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, Jim Sammons and Ken Whiting have hooked up with Wollaston Lake fishing guide and pro kayak angler, Jeff oh, Goudreau. There we go. Few anglers know the area better than Jeff, and no one has more experience targeting and catching big pike from their kayak than Jeff. I was um, uh, floating down rivers um, in the Queen Charlotte's, uh, floating for uh, for salmon, just on float tubes, and I popped my float tube. So I had to find another one. So when I was searching around on there for different kinds of crafts, I came across Ocean Kayak Company, and uh, and I just thought, oh my God, this is this is what I this is what I need, you know. But uh, I've went pretty hardcore since I started. Um, I think it's an amazing sport, and uh, I don't know. I just I, I'm addicted now. I mean, yeah, I fish from the motorboat sometimes, but I prefer the kayak, and I'm in there whenever I can. After catching hundreds of beautiful Wollaston Lake pike for the past few days, Jim, Ken, and Jeff have decided to change gears a bit. Today, they're headed to one of the lake's deeper holes to troll for lake trout. Well, we rigged up our three ways. We threw on some spoons, and now we're fishing a uh, gravel trough that uh, reaches up to about 130 feet. And we're working right now on roughly about maybe 90, 95 feet. There's a lot of bait stacked up down there, and uh, with lake trout, they follow a lot. So if you uh, speed up and slow down and make some really harsh movements with your kayak, and 
Hope you can trigger a bike. Cans on, cans on. Where's my torque? <laughs> following Ken so I can poach any fish that are coming near him. Nice switch to a chartreuse and, re and uh, red. Try and match what Ken's been doing. I don't know how we're going to match him today. Did, oh. Oh, had a tap there. Oh, had a strike on the way down there. That's a good one. Oh yeah. That's a big one, guys. Yeah. Oh no! I lost it again. Oh man, I'm gonna snap out. That's two. Oh, there we go. Oh, he's spilling some wine. Oh. Stay on there, baby. Boy, oh boy. Whew. I was having the most frustrating morning watching Ken catch fish after fish. I was using a different setup. I mean, I was having tangles. I was having just no hits, nothing. And I was throwing everything else out there. And, uh, Ken loaned me the spoon he was using. I dropped to the bottom. I think I made about 20 strokes. Boom, I'm on. <laughs> what a difference a lure makes. <laughs> Man, what pretty fish. What pretty fish. Once again, the lake has proven to be filled with fish, and the boys head back to Minor Bay Lodge to wind down and discuss plans for the next day. Situated in a sheltered, pristine bay in the southeast corner of Wollaston Lake, Minor Bay Lodge offers its guests the opportunity to enjoy the world's finest trophy pike fishing while being pampered at a first-class lodge. Uh, we've been at Minor Bay since 96. Uh, yeah, we bought it. Uh, it was an existing lodge. We've done a, a ton of improvements, and uh, you can't improve on, on the lake, though. It's one of the best pike lakes in North America, really. This is why we came to Minor Bay Lodge. Williston Lake, man, what a pig. And we're only, well, we're less than 150 miles from the Northwest Territories border, right where the lodge is. Uh, our season's pretty short. Uh, 
We don't open till about the 10th of June, just because weather's so variable, we don't know when the ice is gonna go out, and we'll usually go through about the middle of August. So it's a short, intense season. We've got uh, half a dozen cabins. Uh, our capacity is uh, about 28 to 30, but uh, the last couple of years we've reduced that, so we'll take 18 guests. Uh, it's nice and uh, friendly. You get to know everybody. It's not like a, a mega lodge where it's it's numbers. It's uh, more like a boutique hotel uh, in the bush. Minor Bay Lodge also offers three outposts on nearby lakes that offer even more remote and pristine pike, walleye, arctic grayling, and lake trout fishing. One of these lakes drains into Wollaston through a river named the Umperville. After a quick scouting mission, the guys have decided there's enough water in the Umperville to attempt to paddle upstream to the lake, and word has it that the rapids they'll encounter are filled with fish. Look at that. Nice. The plan today is uh, basically discover new water. Uh, we're going to go upstream on a river, on the Umperville River, to a little lake called uh, Hennecke Lake. Um, really not sure what to expect. I've done a little bit of research on uh, Google Earth to see how much of a distance we're looking at uh, for this, and it looks like it's going to be a little mission. There should be some walleye and grayling in there, maybe the odd big pike, so... Uh, going to be pretty neat. <laughs> uh, Jeff put the fly rod in my hand and I got a bump earlier and I was like determined after that. It's like I'm not going to put down the fly rod until I catch one. Sweet! We're not actually sure how far this goes but there are pools the whole way up and you can see the grayling. We just, we're catching them in the middle of the rapids. So I almost hope it doesn't stop around the corner that we can keep dragging our boats and hitting different uh, sections of, of whitewater. But ultimately when we do get up to the, uh, the lake above, there's gonna be some great walleye and pike fishing up there. So, you know, I love going on a hike, not really knowing where we're going, but knowing that the whole journey is the adventure it's not about the end destination we're gonna go until we're done and it'll actually be really fun paddling down this river back home Stay tuned as Jim, Ken, and Jeff continue their adventure up the Umperville River. We didn't know if we were going to get them or not, but that's a beauty. That's a beauty. Yeah, those are it's such beautiful fish, those grayling. You know, their dorsal is huge and really a pretty color. Um, <clears throat> but like Ken was saying there, it, you know, it was that whole being on a mission not really knowing where we were going and just being on an adventure. And it wasn't about the end destination. It was that whole hike up the river and finding the pools and fishing them and just keep working and keep working and keep working. It was just, just one of the coolest trips we've done. And it was, you know, I said this was a quite a long time ago. So I'd love to get back up there again sometime. Uh, Facebook user, hello from Ottawa. So again, if you're a Facebook user, that means you're in the uh, our group and you need to give uh, Facebook 
permission to use your name and then it'll come up. So uh, Zach figured out how to do that. <laughs> uh, Michael Callow, uh, hello from down under, man. Hope you're having a, a wonderful time out there. Um, you said, what was the go-to lure? Um, for the for those lake trout spoons, uh, and the one that was working for Ken was actually a small gold spoon. More, It was actually a pike spoon. But um, some of the spoons were fairly large, uh, but they're very light. There's, there's like no substance to them at all. So you'd use a uh, like a banana weight up ahead of them uh, to, to get them down a little bit. But uh, very, very cool. Um, and like I said, I had the absolutely hardest time uh, until, I, until Ken had caught so many fish that he threw me some sympathy and let me use that spoon. And as soon as I put it out, I finally got my lake trout. So <laughs> sometimes, I, a lot of times it's not about the lure, it's about the presentation, getting it there, but other times it's about the lure. <laughs> and that time it definitely was. Um, Scott, how you doing in Georgia? My buddy, Dean Thomas, how are you, man? And of course you love the show. Everybody loves this show. <laughs> You know what? I'd love everybody who joins us. That's you know, I really appreciate everybody who joins us for these. I really enjoy it because I get to watch episodes I haven't seen in years and years. And uh, so I get to kind of relive it all and it brings back great memories. And I, I enjoy sharing that with you. So uh, again, I, I really thank all of you who uh, do join us every week for these. And I really appreciate those of you who share these. Because, uh, you know, building the audience is what we want, and that allows us to continue doing the show. So, anyway, let's keep this thing rolling. The Kayak Fishing Show is brought to you in part by Ocean Kayak, Ex Officio, Scotty, Maui Jim, Standard Horizon, Yakima, and the Heliconia Press. takes to the water like standard horizon this week on the kayak fishing show jim salmons ken whiting and jeff goudreau discovered the great lake trout fishing that wallace so you can see that big spoon right there on the first known journey of the umperville river in search of walleye and arctic grayling A beautiful color on that fish. Having banged their way up the first swift and successfully caught their first graylings, the guys find themselves in a small lake filled with cabbage weeds, and it's not long before their pike rods start bending.
till I couldn't lift my job. From the window, she said, I ain't late. Well, we explored the Umperville River, and we came up with one hog so far and a lot of action. We don't even know what we're in for today, but now that we see this, we are excited. Although catching fish often seems like the hardest part of the sport we love, releasing them safely is often where we go wrong. Every species has its own set of difficulty, and large tough pike and muskie are no exception. So that's why Jeff Goudreau shows us how to safely release pike in this week's Kayak Fishing Tip. Brought to you by Ocean Kayak, makers of the Trident Fishing Kayaks and the Torque, featuring a Minn Kota motor. Today we're going to talk about the safe and proper uh tactics that you need to take when you're dealing with pike from a kayak. First off, I just want to talk about uh, being prepared. Uh, before you even head out on the water for these types of uh, fish, you need to have the proper tools. Um, of that, you need to have uh, proper needle nose pliers, long enough to get down to the throat of, uh, throat of one of these bigger fish. Uh, secondly, you need to have jaw spreaders just in case uh, uh, the, the, the fish is actually giving you a hard time. And lastly, uh, and in last resort, um, you need to have proper bolt cutters just in case that fish is uh, hooked uh, really badly and there's just absolutely no way you're gonna get it out. If you're dealing with any kind of pike, small or big, first thing you gotta do here is assess your hook set. Uh, this one actually appears to be a little dangerous um, because it is on the outside of the mouth and with smaller fish, believe it or not, they like to throw the hooks right in your hands. So. Uh, this one's a, a, a debarbed fly, so I'm really not uh, in any danger here, but you grab them behind the head. You can see where my thumb's sitting right on the gill plate there, and it kind of gives you a good stranglehold. You don't want to squeeze too hard or else you'll damage the gills. And once you got it, it's not going to go anywhere, really. Sometimes they will uh, do a little bit of head shaking and stuff, but as long as you hold on, you don't damage the Lastly, you're going to need to revive the fish. Uh, for this, you just need to hold the fish in the water by its tail in the swimming upright position. Allow it to kind of get its uh, kick back and, uh, and work its gills. And once that fish is actually uh, giving you a couple good uh, kicks, tail kicks, you can release it. If you follow these steps, I can guarantee that your mortality rate will be low and your hands will be free from hooks. <laughs> I'm Jeff Goudreau and that's your kayak fishing tip of the week. For more tips and your chance to win a fantastic kayak fishing package that includes an Ocean Kayak Trident Fishing Kayak. Pay no attention to this. Clothing, <laughs> visit kayakfishingshow.com. Still got kayakfishingshow.com, but uh, that content is long over. Excited to see what lies around every corner. Their progress has brought to a screeching halt, though, as they encounter a particularly steep rapid surrounded by thick brush and steep banks. Now well into the day, the guys decide the best course of action to leave their kayaks behind and fish their way up the banks. colorful large dorsal fin looks like something might have had a grab at it in the past living around all these pike and walleye they often get wounded they're soft belly uh, soft body 
fish, so they're like candy to some of these bigger fish. Yep. Isn't that beautiful? This year up on Wollaston Lake, it was kind of chilly. We wanted a little less exposure to the elements. That's why I tried out the Old Town Dirigo 120 Angler. It was a really fun little kayak, and I think anybody who tries it out will really like it for those no water contact lakes or when you just don't want to be splashed. The Angler comes complete with flush mount rod holders, paddle keeper, thigh pads, an anchor control system, and a really comfortable seat. You can see all of Old Town's great canoes and kayaks at oldtowncanoe.com. Although the guys didn't make it all the way to the lake that they were hoping to reach, their adventures up the Umperville could be described as nothing less than spectacular. Ken and Jeff both scored a Wollaston slam, having caught grayling, walleye, and pike in a single day. While Jim didn't just catch his first grayling, Jim caught a trophy grayling. Join us next week as Jim heads to Northern California to hook up with old friend Sean White for a great white kayak fishing adventure. Oh, oh, oh believe me. He came off. His... Oh, oh, dude, the doubles. Hard enough, and it'll out come to you. Well, I've been working like a dog, and the still. This. Well, there you go. That was our uh, adventure on Wollaston Lake. I mean, it was a, uh, like I said, just an awesome trip. You know, if you didn't see um, the first half of this uh, that we aired last week, it, it is still up on uh, Facebook as well as our YouTube channel. So if you want to see that one, which was just loaded with Big Pike, I mean, it, it, like I said, that that lake is just insane. And, and I sure you heard as we were talking to the owner of the lodge what a short uh season they have there so uh you know the place is just so unpressured we never saw any other anglers just absolutely absolutely wonderful place magnus how are you thanks for joining us go to sleep <laughs> magnus is my friend in sweden um michael Gallo, what about those big pike they seem like the hard bodies they seem like the hard bodies. Not really sure where you're going with that, Michael. But uh, there was a lot of big pike. That was the thing. Just so, so many big pike. Um, as we said, I mean, there was the one day uh, where each of us caught over 100 fish. It was just nuts. And that's not an exaggeration. We had the videographer counting them. So absolutely amazing place. If you ever have the opportunity, again, that was Minor Bay Lodge on Wollaston Lake and uh, just, just up near the uh, Northwest Territories. Uh, like I said, a bit of a mission to get there, but um, well well worth it, <laughs> I will say. And, and um, I would love, love, love to actually to go back. 
Uh, it's been years. Uh, they actually own another lodge that we went to called um, Slippery Winds, which uh, I don't think had as many big pike, but uh, the numbers were still fantastic. That's why I love going up to Canada. I mean, I'm a saltwater guy and all that, but I do love going up there. It, it is so fishy and there's there's so much water up there to fish. Um, it, it's just, just a wonderful, wonderful place. So, oh, um, sorry, Jim, the type of lures that we call them. Okay, yeah. Um, my go-to lure actually on that trip uh, for the pike, well, we were using a lot of the uh, big uh, MEP spinners. But my favorite lure was um, throwing the, the bigger Sabeel Magic Swimmer hard bodies. And, um, I mean, I, I remember, I can still picture it to this day, um, making a cast that landed just over some rocks uh, right next to the shore. And I start cranking that Magic Swimmer. And I just see from the corner of my eye this V-wake coming out and just blew up on my on my lure um i mean they were absolutely crushing that thing so um that was definitely my favorite lure and most productive lure that i uh, i fished on there and we were throwing pretty big lures most of the time because we wanted to get the the bigger pike uh which again there are a lot of them so um anyway uh that wraps it up i do going to cut this one short today because i do have to again have to go uh, take my dog to the vet but uh, i appreciate you all uh, joining us and please again if you do us a favor and you know share our channel share our videos uh share our facebook page with your friends um you know we're trying to build this up and uh you know the bigger we get the more sponsors we get the more trips we can do if we're ever allowed to travel again so until next time if you are going out on the water please 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 always remember to wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Y'all take care. Oh, now I'm going to fish it. Woo!